I can, John. Oh, no, that must mean that I'm not the, the John we're talking about today. Your time is up. I love China. You can't see me. Communism is the best. Yeah. What happened to Taiwan? Nothing. Nothing. Uh, you mean Chinese Taipei, actually, Dylan? Oh, sorry. It's whatever the leaders want us to call yeah. it. I uh, mean, Xi Jinping's favorite vacation spot. Mm-hmm. Ladies and gentlemen, of course, we're talking about one of the Bella twins is X's. I just in that moment realized that's it. Which Bella twin it was. It's Nikki. Is it Nikki? What's the other yes. twin's name? Annabelle? Bree. Bree. Annabelle. What the hell? Annabelle. Annabelle. John, <laughs> you were, of course, raised in the 1930s. I, of course, am. Gertrude. Yeah, I'm a flapper. I mean, Nikki Dylan, and Gertrude Bella. Dylan does know this personality quirk of mine, which is my current girlfriend has a normal modern name. But before uh-huh. that, it was an absolute spree of 90-year-old women's names. Yeah. Yeah, just Gertie. Gertie. Petunia. Petunia. Imagine dating a Petunia. And this is my girlfriend, Petunia. and Teddy I, Roosevelt, the girl. Teddy Roosevelt, the girl. That's right. Yeah. yeah. Abraham Lincoln. A Teddy Roosevelt. Yeah. <laughs> Girl, girly. Girl. Yeah. Abraham Lincoln. Abraham Lincoln, of course. With only, only her cunning to protect her. Dylan, how excited are you to talk about John Cena? Because you know what I never did? Is I may have for a bit actually hated him. I got a bit bored. But I love John Cena. He's Hulk Hogan. Hulk Hogan in the 90s. But for real. What do you like, John? I like rapping. I like thick women. And I like helping kids. He does have some, he's a very interesting guy because it's like he was supposed to be their new dude at the Ruthless Aggression era. And then they went to PG and they basically had to pretend that he never, his whole character wasn't, I'm going to fuck this lady and she's going to love that I fucked her. Yeah. Also, I will then rap about fucking her and it will not be, it will not be complimentary. Oh, every single rap was just like, you're gay. I'm not gay. That was every rap. Oh, my God. The big, sh- the, the ramp to the big show feud where he gets the U.S. title is he's like, actually, my dick is bigger than yours. And big show goes, that's a ton of it. No, it's not, though. And then they have a match. And and I got to tell you, we're all on John Cena's side. <laughs> yeah, they have a match. Um, yeah, the, that was one of the last feuds where the main part of it was the baby face says they have a huge dick. That's also how they turned Landstorm face in WCW. Turns out he has a big dick. Uh, it was in ECW, sir. No, that was in WCW, too. Uh, was it? Because he, he fucked major guns. Was it in WCW? the storyline? I know in ECW they did it, and it was the best. Yeah, this guy is boring, but he's got a huge dick. And I love the ECW <laughs> audience was like, well, thank you for telling us. This man is now. <laughs> yeah, he's got a big dick, I guess. <laughs> yeah, it's also Paul Heyman. Like, people, like, talk about the booking of Paul Heyman, or he's like, he was a genius. And it was like. Yeah, <laughs> yeah how'd he get that guy over? He has a big dick. <laughs> yeah, he's just like. It's a lot of cum. Here's the craziest thing about wrestling, which is I'm desperate for them to go back to the salad days of, well, why is he the baby face? His dick's huge. Well, thank you. <laughs> Finally. Yeah, exactly. He can fucking, he never eats pussy, bro. <laughs> he fucking eat pussy. You're gay. That's all the heels. Exactly. All the heels yeah. eat out women. 
Yeah, you, you know how incels believe that having sex with a woman is somehow a homosexual act? Paul Heyman invented that, and that was the character of Just Incredible. That was all wrestling. All wrestling was just what incels believe, but monetized. Yeah, and now... Monetized worse, actually, because you have to rent a venue and a ring, and there's got to get riffs. You don't just, like, straight up have a podcast where you talk about it. You yeah, do a whole play. You have to put it all incel play. You have to continually invent different ways to get screens into hockey arenas to do the type of incel. <laughs> that like do you think about? Yeah, the- you have to convince someone. Wrestling's never been profitable enough that most shows don't have someone set the ring up for free. Do you know what I mean? That's true. Like wrestling is a billion dollar industry, still based on the premise that we can get this guys to do this. Why? Because they have a dream. Do you understand that as I'm a stand-up comedian and I can look down on people who want to get into wrestling in terms of not standing up for your personal, like your Mm -hmm. personal safety. And I'm a stand-up comedian. The amount of times I just was driven in a car by a drunk man pales in comparison to the amount of time a future wrestler's like just speaking to a man who's smoking, who has a lot of child porn. He's like, yeah, you can touch the metal that's rusty. (laughs) (laughs) That's why I like wrestling. And that's what John Cena grew up in. His dad was a wrestling promoter, which makes me think that also, he's got a lot of skeletons in his closet, even more that, than just that fact. No, but that fact right there, I went, "Oh, that's what it is." Like, because John Cena is like, "Well, I'm not going to have kids because I'm too busy wrestling." And you're like, "Oh, because John Cena was like, Dad, can we play catch?" And he's like, uh, "No, I got to go bail out Kamala because some motherfucker gave him fucking dark liquor again." <laughs> yeah, blame it. That's a real good thing. Blame it on the type of alcohol, not the person. That's oh something. That Isn't that good? I have to be totally honest. There, I got that from a couple that was arguing in front of a bar that I ran, I jogged by in the daytime on Sunday, and I don't know what she said, but his response was, "Well, they gave me a Dos Equis. and I was just like, "I like that." He's like, "That's a re- that's honestly for some people, it's like you know how it gets when I drink whiskey." It's not me who needs therapy. It's the whiskey's fault. I remember saying this to an ex-girlfriend who always was like, you know how I get uh, when you drink whiskey? And I went, yeah, it's interesting. Uh, You're very similar to that when you're not drinking whiskey. The difference is is when you drink whiskey, you have an excuse for your behavior. And let me tell you, that doesn't help things. Didn't go well. Yeah, well. John Cena did have fucking, he had a uh, another wife. His name was Elizabeth. Hubero. Oh, she and she got cheated on. Let's talk about this, guys. Uh yeah. <laughs> yeah. She, she fucking got fucking cucked. So um we're gonna jump around John Cena's career. Listen, it's this the end of this. It's the we're coming towards the end of this podcast. Research is hard. Dylan is literally just editing a tweet. I'm looking at we're recording pictures it. of Elizabeth Hubado. Okay, well, okay, describe her in terms of he was born in West Newbury, Massachusetts, much like John Cena. And it seems that they were just like they knew each other for a long time. He married her, but then he got in one movie and he dumped her. Yeah. It sounds like a real Canadian reason to get married. Why'd you get married? We were in high school sweethearts and we didn't break up in college. Now we're getting married. Like that's you know, what it seems. yeah. We're from a small town. I can trust her now that I'm a millionaire. Oh wait, I want to cheat. I'll yeah. I'll pay I'll pay millions to cheat. That's what. That's why you get divorced. I'll divorce her. I'll be pay, I'll be getting millions after this, and I'm be cheating the whole time. Ooh. Honestly, the investment in my own freedom was worth it because okay. oof, it's not as hot if I'm not cheating. So now I'm gonna start engaging in another woman and cheat on her. Ooh, yeah. yeah, yeah. I had to pay out millions in my divorce, but I went on to have a threesome that involved getting my ass eaten while I golden showered. That's right. 
<laughs> I went through the tunnel of love. Like, yeah, let me just, John Cena, mm-hmm. it's a real telling moment. Is John Cena apparently was livid at one of the Ric Flair speech, like Hall of Fame speeches, where he talked about um, partying with Ric Flair all the time. Like, he was like, there's some st- anecdote of Ric Flair was near a microphone, and then he was like, and I was drinking with Cena as per usual, which was apparently like they were drinking buddies. And Cena was like, <sighs> yeah, don't fucking talk like that. And it's something about like John Cena's. Like, I get it though. That'd be like Weinstein being like, and I was partying with Hastings. You know how it is. And you'd be like, shut the fuck up. <laughs> and I'd be like, first of all, imagine how horrible Dylan's been with parties with me. I'm not fun at a party. Like, this is why I'm like, where's John? Well, he's outside speaking with three people that are smoking and then he'll leave. Like, <laughs> <laughs> Smart. Actually, I don't know how many parties we've been to together. This is the thing. Someone always has a show. Yeah. I don't this- really go to. I never really, even when I was drinking, it was like, I'm very hammered with three people. Yeah, this is the thing. It was I, I always would go to bars, like my drinking, especially, is like, where did you used to drink? Well, at places that stayed up late or basements of people I knew. Yeah, you just end up getting drunk with four guys. Oh, yeah. That's so, so, yeah, you get drunk after work. That's very comedy. Dude. We've never been to a party together, but we have sat on a lot of lawn chair furniture and been absolutely hammered. The amount of <laughs> Yeah, that's how you're supposed you, to. The amount of grass I've sat on drunk with you is innumerable. Let me tell you the fun thing about Dylan is Dylan is the funnest guy drinking, but then it just goes so dark. Like you're just like, you're literally talking about which monster truck you'd rather own. And then he just turns to you and just starts speaking about the abyss. (laughs) (laughs) Yeah. Sick. That's how it's supposed to be. (laughs) John Cena has an award-winning scientist for a stupid fucking cousin. Also, he's raised Roman Catholic. Whoa. He was raised Roman Catholic in Massachusetts. Let me say this right now. John Cena has a lot of slurs that come to mind whenever he sees Booker T. Not because he is racist, just because that's how people spoke until he was 25 or when he still goes home. Like (laughs) in one of his rap videos, he just drives around in weird mini bikes that I'm pretty sure Mm -hmm. just a guy he knows made like John Cena. Oh, yeah. That's the origin for him. And a lot of like that hate was when they full went Cena push. And then he had that rap video on Raw they showed in, in its entirety. And I was like, I remember watching that being like, oh, everyone just hated this guy right now. Like, yeah, there's it, no, yeah. We're going to really turn around, but there was no better moment than when John Cena debuted on Raw in the weird spirit of 67 basketball jersey t shirt. It was so baggy. And like, people lost. They're fucking. It was so fun because the other thing about Cena was Cena was a really good, and they. This is the other. This is the secret sauce to why Cena started being a babyface. He was the underdog because you had like the hand picked, and it was so obvious, hand picked, and everything. Oh, Dave Batista. Point, yeah, because like, and he was on SmackDown, and SmackDown is the show that's portrayed as having the worst wrestlers. So it's like you made this like underdog brand. And then you flip Cena and Batista, and it's like Batista just kind of comes off like he lost a bunch of momentum, and Cena comes off as a fucking chosen one. It's such a great point. Yeah, the SmackDown 6, sort of their heir apparent, as it turned out, is kind of John Cena, in that the SmackDown 6, especially as it grew more in lure, it wasn't something that was... Re- I rem- I was watching wrestling at that time. So when I got back into wrestling in university, it was around the Smack, like right after the SmackDown 6, and no one acknowledged it like that. It was something that we've... Uh, uh, 
upon reflection been like, oh my God, that was amazing. But what it did do in that moment is SmackDown was the more fun show to watch because you had characters like, like on the Raw, it was literally like um, Chris Benoit is the world champion and Triple H is in white boots and it's so boring. And then you'd watch SmackDown and like three segments are Eddie Guerrero pranking the big show with a burrito that makes him fart. And then Kurt Angle is on Percocet and killing it. Like, I do not know what they put in Percocet and Oxy if you take it in the morning. But by about six o'clock, when you are filming a segment with Teddy Long, it's watchable. Like, it had everything. This is when Don Marie killed Tori Wilson's dad by yeah with her pussy yeah by fucking him to death. Yeah, her is, pussy was too good and he's dead now. Sorry. The best time in the history of SmackDown, mm-hmm. and that's when John Cena rose. And how did John Cena rise? Not as a wrestler, Dylan. Not as a wrestler, but as a guy who would come out. They would go He would come out. He'd be like, "My dick is big. Yours is small. You are gay. I am not gay." And then everyone would be like, "Fuck yeah, man! Fucking not gay. That's fucking sick, dude." There's the third thing that you're missing to the secret sauce of john cena which is my dick is big and your dick is not big Mm -hmm. i am not gay and that is good and third thing is i don't know what sports team plays here but let me tell you who's better the sports team that you guys don't like and people are for some reason people and then he he did the amazing switches he starts just being like your sports team's okay actually and everyone's like this fucking guy gets it he knows like (laughs) like, well that's the problem with like by that time, and the reason why Cena became pretty cheesy was everyone knows all the no, tricks. No, no, no. Everyone was super literate to like how you how no, pro wrestling works. It's more to that to the Cena hate because this, they you also- really got to get them in when they're young, and then you got to get them to leave when they're fifteen. Otherwise, pro wrestling fans like us that stick around too long, where it's like, yeah, man, this is just they have their six tricks and they don't have anything else. It's not them that's the problem. It's you. You you stayed too long at the party. Yeah, exactly. You're upset. You're upset. You're upset that McDonald's isn't keto. Uh, <laughs> yeah, exactly. Yeah. You, not only do you stay too long at the party, you, you treat the party like you live there now. It's like, yeah, just like, fucking no. leave, just man. Leave, bro. Yeah. Be like me and Dylan. Stop drinking in that basement with four dudes. Get sober. Yeah. Start smoking weed a bit more. And you know what? You get better at your jobs. You sleep better. But you're not. <laughs> yeah, sure. That's what wrestling. That's why you you should after this podcast ends, everyone should stop watching wrestling. We are going to be the fucking Branch Davidians of wrestling. We want there to be two thousand less wrestling fans after we wrap this up. Guys, I'm going to say this: stop watching wrestling. Start wearing black polos with yellow piping, and stop masturbating. Mm-hmm. That's right. Surprise! We're oh proud. yeah, no fab. Yep. Surprise, proud boys all along. No one is surprised. <laughs> <laughs> or the other option, which is accept the natural dip in your testosterone and just fab less because you're old. Oh yeah. What you can also just do is uh, do the opposite of no fab. What I do, full fab. You masturbate so much, you get the same power. Really. That's right. If you do it five times a day, every day, you walk into a situation going, do you know how <laughs> I already am? You know what I mean? <laughs> I honestly can't keep track of how much cum there is on any piece of this clothing. Let's make a deal. I want you to know this, show, this shirt was black, now white. These are mm. cum stains. Yeah, I smell like old cum. Prepare to be debated. Yeah. No, yes. Fine. I'm the only person that truly embraces the true smell of a human. Old cum. Let's have a discussion. Yeah. Uh, 
Did you know John Cena was the prototype in Rick Bassman's UPW? Did I you know, know that, that, John? I did know that. He also approached Bruce Richard in a bar and said, I am the prototype. Um, and I remember that from Something to Wrestle. It was the last good Something to Wrestle with was the episode where he dropped that anecdote, followed up by Vince meeting John Cena and Vince being so convinced that John Cena's on steroids. And he's like, get this fucking freak away from me. It's too much gas. And the takeaway take there clearly is like he's not against steroids. He's against people that look like they're on too many steroids. Yes, he honestly, yes, it'll ring too many alarm bells. And there is is there a reason why it's like Cena would jump off the page? I think it's the whiter you are, the more obvious it is. I mean, Bobby Lashley is the most roided up man in the history of humanity. No, some people, the way their body is, like Cena just has that body where it's like. He just, his body uses steroids to be what steroids should be versus like Brock Lesnar, where it's like, clearly Lesnar is just juiced out of his mind, but he has still like long arms and a huge back. No, he's also very obviously on steroids. I take it all back. Brock Lesnar's also been on steroids now for so long where it's just like, yeah, this has been on steroids since he was like 19. Yeah, this is who I am. Yeah, because him and Mike Tyson have the weird steroid voice. Like the thing of like, how are you? Sure that it's safe. That is funny. It's like, yeah, my, my daddy, I have had a bad. But no, Mike Tyson was fucking huge in like thirteen. Yeah, because he was fighting but, adults. But for the same reason, right? Like we're we're, we're Mike Tyson was on gas. Obs thirteen. I'm saying it. Ooh, I don't. I here's the only thing I will say is I don't think he had the money to be on steroids at thirteen because he was just actively robbing people. That's true, but that also seems like much. But like- as a for sure as a like once he hits 18 yeah there's some juice but yeah i see uh he looked so juicy that they didn't even want to sign him which is crazy your dick is too big for porn that's pretty much what that is like that's crazy yeah but welcome to vince mcmahon you want to be a clean guy like this that's the warlord yeah he's doing steroids in his eyes ran out of veins yeah but he doesn't look like he's doing it that's the thing (laughs) he's actively doing it right now yeah well shut up yeah fuck you i just like the guy all right (laughs) Yeah, fuck you. Make me make me gum. Can I just say, by the way, it is we're recording this in the run up to the Royal Rumble. And here's how you know if Vince McMahon's back in control of creative is he wins. He's coming out at that pay-per-view. That's my theory. I would like to say this, too, by the way, when they say, um, oh, you know, steroids. Uh, John Cena looked like he was on steroids. And that's why we didn't hire him. (laughs) How long did they wait to hire him, John? I think probably one more cycle. One year. One more, three, four more cycles. <laughs> he was in wrestling for one year before they signed him. Because he it went, might not even been a calendar year. Didn't he go? Because then he went there to OVW. Is that correct? He started in UPW, UPW. And he was there. He wrestled for UPW until March 2001. Yeah. He made debuted on a SmackDown taping at a dark match. The day before I turned 15, October 10th, the year 2000. And his official first match, yeah, like 1999, his first debut, his first dark match for WWE was 2000. So that's like maybe not even a calendar year. And then what is the very uncomfortable interaction with Kurt Angle in the ring? Um, That's 2002. Ruthless aggression. Ruthless aggression. But then again, those that that was a really cool angle. Was it? Um, oh no, I just mean like debuting all those guys by losing to Kurt Angle and then 
he just beats the shit out of them. And then obviously once every two months or so, a guy puts up a fight and then you're like, that guy could be something. Yeah. That's good. That's a great point. It's also because it, wasn't this also around the time the tough enough guy just nearly killed three people in the ring and then they put him in the Royal Rumble with Chris Benoit to get the shit kicked out of him? He didn't kill three people. What happened was Angle was roughing him up and then he got pissed and he just put him in an arm bar and was going to break Kurt Angle's arm. That's what it was. I really like that story. And, and then, then got pinned by Kurt Angle, but like his shoulders were off the mat. It's funny because the guy, while he was trying to break his arm, was making sure that his, both of his shoulders were not on the mat. That's called, you know what that's called? Being cool. Keeping kayfabe and being cool. Okay, so John Cena, when he's anointed, it's two, it's 1999. I assume Steve Austin's drinking a bunch of beer backstage. John Cena's just doing steroids, probably. Let's be honest, John Cena. Like mm-hmm. John Cena, the fact that he's John Cena's filtering all the alcohol out of the booze and just taking the carbs. Yeah, just taking the carbs to do more push um, to recover his abs quicker, so he can do mm-hmm. more steroids. John, mm-hmm. right. he got the most. Say what you will about John Cena, he got the most out of those fucking steroids. Good for him. He certainly did and still is. You know what I'm saying? He looks, he can really fill out a suit. Also, his real hair looks like a wig. He's one of those guys. It's like, that's it's a, crazy. What it also is, is he's also overstyling it now. And it's also, he's clearly going gray and he's trying to adjust by like, he's like, he's going gray slightly. So he's now over dying now. So when they have to dye his full hair, it doesn't look that drastic and it looks awful. It really looks bad. Yeah, like it's just he doesn't look great. He's in a weird hinterland. He's sort of in the place that um, Brad Pitt kind of was in the Ocean's Eleven time where it's like, listen, this guy could get it. But he's kind of in between looks. And now that Bruce uh, Brad Pitt is like, listen, I smoke weed, but I also eat that ass. We're back to liking it. And I feel like John Cena will get to that same place. We'll be back to being just like, oh, this guy looks like a cheese grater. (laughs) I will say this. He's part of, for sure, a legendary new roster of people, which is Lesnar, Orton, Batista, and him. And the interesting thing about it is, you think about the four, but it's like Orton, Batista, and Cena are the guys, I'd say you start taking over in 2004 or five is when Orton, Cena, and uh, Batista do start doing their damage. But like, Lesnar's really in and out super quick. Like Lesnar is pushed to the top and then gone. Yeah, Lesnar. Well, Lesnar's sort of this tip of the spear. Lesnar was the is the classic mm. thing with Vince McMahon. Is Vince McMahon has never gotten this right. Who's going to be your your main guy? Clearly, that guy. That guy does not work out, and it's the guy that he never would have wanted every time, except for Hulk Hogan. Hulk Hogan, he got it right. Steve Austin, Vince McMahon would have rather had a human shit. <laughs> yeah, Lesnar. people say this a lot, but like, if this was any other era other than. The company's actively in duress. Stone Cold Steve Austin would have never been their cha- their champ. No, and they would have missed out on all of the money that he was able to later use to pay women to go. Shh, 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 shh. Uh, <laughs> yeah, exactly. So Brock Lesnar is in and out of the company right quick, um, but part of an amazing OVW class. I think it's also not this. Jim Cornette gets a lot of truck now in the wrestling industry because he's basically the Rush Limbaugh of wrestling. But it is very important to also realize that all of those guys got a very good base in very traditional wrestling values, which I think you can really see in the difference in the way that they work and approach their characters and how they're presented to the next generation of like the guys in the shield and all of that sort of stuff. Like there is a level to how John Cena still carries himself that is much more old school than you really see anywhere else. And that's very interesting. Yeah. And they only know that style. So there's no like... It sounds weird, but it is, yeah. There's no indie influence on him whatsoever. 
that's a very good point yeah like he's completely and totally a wwe guy and he's also to vince mcmahon's point he'd be like well you can't really make a wrestler he could be like you can't see me like what are you fucking talking about i made the well, them but all four of them lesnar orton Batista, and cena are all that's, that's completely fair. but i think made- John- yeah, but John Cena is the most still associated with that brand. He's never had a falling out. He has been a company man since day fucking one. Like, you know what I mean? Yeah, he came in and he only ever had a bit of tra- he had a bit of problems, obviously, when he was just jittery John Cena. They gave him the rub with the Undertaker. Like they, this is the other thing is if you watch that first SmackDown, there are like he loses the Undertaker and loses Kurt Angle in like matches where they go back and forth and then Kurt and Undertaker basically goes, you're going to be good someday. So it's not like they didn't have plans for John Cena. It's a good point. I just don't think that they thought he would go to the moon the way he did. The way that did. I think they thought that Batista would be, I don't know. And it's very interesting. Batista did work out. Like all these guys worked out. That's the other thing about them. Like all four of them worked out. Batista was great. Batista's problem is that again, it's also, I think that the issue also is no one talks about this, but Eddie Guerrero's death really fucked their plans for Batista because it, clearly there was another Eddie Guerrero title running in there that became Batista's second reign and Batista didn't get time off. And I think it's just Batista got burnt out with the business and then just wasn't fun to watch anymore. As opposed to, again, John Cena has never lost his love for the game. Say what you want when he was literally being booed out of the building for a half decade. Oh, longer than that. A decade out of the building for the decade being shoved down everyone's throat he still came across like he was having a fucking great time yeah and then that just made people like you couldn't have drawn up having a better heel like a guy who laughs and then just does that like fucking weird smirk but also he wins crazy the thing that's so interesting about john cena is it's like he wins and like even like the summer of punk angle he really came across like he's like i just don't want to like for fuck like can they already hate me, and it was really humanizing. That's the interesting thing about that guy is he he does make it a lot smaller in a way that, like, I've never felt with Brock Lesnar or Roman Reigns. Like, it just feels like you're watching wrestling. But John Cena, it felt a little bit like you're watching this guy go through. You know what I mean? Am I crazy? Yeah, he was going through something. Like, obviously, you don't think wrestling's still real like you do. Like, I know it's fake. No, no, it's Actually, real. it's, it's fake. real to me, bro. But... You are right. He is actively going through something because he's just fucking a bunch of guys who look like us or worse are screaming at him. Yeah, it was just it was fat. And like it's also like you could just see he's like he clearly just thought CM Punk as a guy stunk and he just wanted to grab the microphone. And guys like, guys, he's a little turt. Kurt, the hotel staff. It's not <laughs> Yeah, and he says that obviously his career was saved by him rapping on the bus and stephanie mcmahon hearing it oh god i get stephanie oh my god yeah the halloween themed episode of smackdown because he's just a straight up heel for a second and then there's the halloween themed episode of smackdown where he's vanilla ice and raps and then next week he was just a rapper yeah that's right and then they just did that forever and he was sort of a heel and he would literally come out and talk about how his dick is big and how the town's team was bad which is crazy that they don't just like soft try characters on halloween shows like you're you created what you guys think is now the most successful character in the history of your promotion and you don't just do like hey let's have a this guy's gimmick isn't really working out let's try like he has a character where he's you know I have a weird- he just like whatever like guy who 
sucks to come out of toilets. I know the baby face. Yeah. Oh my god. He loves the environment. He wants to suck all the water out with the piss. Yeah, exactly. Yeah, he just wants you to suck your piss out of your body. Please welcome. Yeah. Venus too. Oh, suck it for C. I suck it for P. That's what the themes your line would be. And just the sound of the waves and just a, a voice going, this is P. You're hearing P. Mm, mm, mm. Piss in my mouth. Piss in my ass. Fuck my dad. Fuck my dad. Do, 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 do. That's the theme song. What was that? He comes out and then it's like the old Undertaker thing where um he beats a jobber and then the jobber wakes up and his dad is naked in a cage and the he has to fuck his dad. It's a real dark. Actually, that's a super bleak story. Where he has to, if you if you lose, you get raped by my dad. But yeah, that's fucking. That's the character, I guess. <laughs> I mean, Rod Black said XPW. All of this started with Dylan just saying they need to try more things on Hal. Yeah, <laughs> that's one of the things they should try. Um, How I, much more of a heel would Roddy Piper have been if that like Italian jobber he made fun of, if he fucking that jobber was slapped out and then fucking forced to fuck Piper's dad? They would have made <laughs> WrestleMania twice a year. WrestleMania would have been every day until <laughs> yeah, WrestleMania would have been every day for the 20- last thirty years until twenty seventeen. Yeah, when the Trump would have been elected, and then everyone just went. Wait, what happened? All right, we need to fix some stuff. Well, this isn't fun anymore. Yeah, exactly. Yeah, this isn't. Oh, I guess this is real now. Boo. Oh, yeah. This is another one, which is something that they do a lot, but still not enough, was Cena had Bull Buchanan as his. Um, I love Bull Buchanan and dude. Tyson Tomko. Both have the craziest careers in that their names are tattooed in my brain. And they maybe mm-hmm. worked for the company each a year, maybe a year. And also, like any time you tried to make them more than just a guy who stood next to another guy, people were like, "Fuck guess you." Guess again, yeah. But this is why I love the Bull Buchanan thing, where it's like Bull Buchanan as B squared was so good because first of all, you couldn't have like they literally couldn't have cast someone that suited being a rapper less than Bull Buchanan. Like, he looks exactly like what he is, which is literally a shitty cop who becomes a rapper. Like, yeah, but you'll, here's Bull Buchanan looks many things and fun is none of them. Yeah, that's great. It's great. You have just have just a guy who looks like a shit, like, and he's just in fucking powdered blue every week. It's perfect. Do you ever just think about Bull Buchanan having to go to an accountant and being like, well, how did you earn $250,000 in all these different states, Mr. Buchanan? In my mind, that's his real name. And he's like, I'm a professional wrestler. And even I guarantee that guy would be like, no, you're a bouncer. <laughs> he was six seven apparently. <sighs> oh, you know who else he was? Big pile of shit. Recon. No, he was in the Truth Commission? Yeah, he was Recon. They kept him around for a while. Wow. Vince McMahon, every once in a while, he's like, I really want to play with my food, I guess. This guy just won't get a fucking Oxycontin edition. I broke Maven. I'll break you. Um, and then, you know, Royals for seven years, Japan. Japan loves to just take, like, which weird fucking yeah. guy can we just fucking. Bull Buchanan's son. Now I'm fucking in it. <laughs> what is where does Bill Bull Buchanan's son go to high school, Bill? I don't want to say that. I'm just seeing Bull Buchanan now. I'm looking up Bull Buchanan and he, he looks hot and he's good. That's good. Guess where he is? He's working at the Carroll County Jail. Good for him. Where the hell's Carroll County? Georgia. He's um he's fucking living the gimmick that his one true role model, the big boss man had. Anyway, continue, John. 
Here's the thing with John Cena in the early days is that they we really missed out on the B squared Cena feud. Yeah, that should have been at least a year. It should have been at least two years, and it should have been every should have been, yeah. that starts with a rap contest between the two of them. Winner gets a gun. <laughs> yeah, and then and I think Bull Buchanan, yeah. Bull Buchanan should have just said the oh, N-word until been. Cena had to step in, and then that makes him a bigger heel because everyone wanted to say the n-word it was 2005 literally was just exercising his rights as a citizen just making a joke it was funny did you laugh no i don't have to laugh at comedy i just have to say it was comedy yeah and then this man forces um a weeping shelton benjamin to be on bill Bill buchanan's side shelton benjamin is actively weeping because part of his family is sick and (laughs) now he has to be he has to co-sign that it's fine that Bull Buchanan says the N-word By the way, as when, his catchphrase. When we say co-sign, we mainly bring out a piece of paper that says, I, Shelton Benjamin. Not only He says the N-word, and then, and then Shelton Benjamin goes, this is fine. Yeah, he goes, I, I asked him to do this. <laughs> <laughs> Shelton Benjamin, of course, who had that gimmick where he had just like a big fat mom who wanted to fuck the big show. That was one of, oh my God. That was one of the most racist things that's been on television that wasn't just a slur. Let me tell you how that happened. And I know how it happened is Vince McMahon walked by a poster for the Martin Lawrence movie vehicle, Big Mama's House, and just went, I, we can do that with Brock Lesnar's friend. I do, <laughs> I do believe you when you say that John Cena has the spinner belt and um, he gets over so quick. He gets the, he gets a U.S. title shot at WrestleMania 20, which is the great coming out party of we're officially leaving any remnants of the attitude era. Goodbye. Say goodbye to American badass. Say hello to that undertaker with a weird sunken chest. Um, say good hello to Chris Benoit and then say quickly goodbye to Chris Benoit <laughs> and say <laughs> bye to his family and say goodbye to his family say hello to Eddie Guerrero as a main event talent say goodbye to Eddie Guerrero as a main event talent say hello to Rey Mysterio Jr. he's about to embark on another Hall of Fame career I know you're thinking he already had a Hall of Fame career in ECW and WCW yeah pales in comparison what he's about to do He's the best part of the Judgment Day angle because he just keeps appearing wearing his mask when he's at his own house. And I think it's the funniest thing they've ever done. That's the crazy thing about Rey Mysterio is that like they could have just skipped everyone and given him the title. Like the fact that he they had to give him the title because he sold so much merch and Vince McMahon probably just fucking like bought just bought a person to beat to death that night because he had to give the title to a 5'6 guy. In a deposition, claims the reason why he started sexually assaulting women at the Titan Towers because he had to give the title to a 5'6 man. No, because that was in the 80s. Oh, you mean at Titan Towers specifically? He used to go off-site. Yeah, he used to go off-site. Then he became a recluse. No, he literally said, I've got to get caught now. And then they just would would not stop his horrible crime. And he just continued on until now. So, you know, you have to thank for Vince McMahon. No, you have to thank for four months of WWE television that we all can agree was really watchable. That's right. Once again, Rey Mysterio Jr. So, yes, he this is really like the last Thing they booked well is John Cena becoming the WWE champion. I no, I, I shouldn't say that. No, that's not true. John Cena and Batista, that coordinated effort of actually crowning new champions who are both believed by the audience. Vince likes them like that. This last time that happened. I tell you why. I looked up the timeline. You know, it was one of the last, you know, who's, who's literally wrapping it all up. Like the final, now nothing to do with talent relations. 
It's Jim Ross. This is the John Laurinaitis Jim Ross crossover. Finally, this is when Jim Ross mm-hmm. is completely done. He's no longer consulting or anything to do with talent relations. And boy, oh boy, can you like looking back? You can tell like, immediately. Yeah. Wow, what a difference! It didn't, oh my god, even like even the mid carters. Like I'm just looking at names here, and it's like Carlito. Oh my god, and Car- Carlito was good. Carlito was fine. I wouldn't say Carlito was good. I mean, but thank God for Carlito. He's good, isn't it? Like whatever they wanted Carlito, and they thought, and Bruce Pritchard still thinks Carlito could have been like a fucking. Tat like a fucking world champion, but like he was a good, you know, IC guy. Came out, yeah. said his thing. He's done now. The thing that was pretty great about Carlito was the angle where they stabbed John Cena in a nightclub. <laughs> <laughs> oh yeah, and it's got piss on it. And um, yeah, oh so nuts. So yeah, so he's the U.S. champion. He wins that. Oh yeah, that was a real angle. It was a real angle. And who's Carlito's father? Carlos Colon. Yeah, and Puerto Rican who is there and. Who, more than likely oversaw and ordered the execution of Bruiser. Yeah, yeah, yeah. How about this? Why don't we do what we did to Frank? Can you stop saying that? It Im- implies you dead. Okay, fine. Why don't we not do what we not did to Frank? Yeah, wink, wink. Yeah. yeah, okay. Let's do what we didn't do to Bruiser Brody. That is not yeah. the same. <laughs> okay, fine. His real name is Frank Goodish, and I ordered his murder. Is that fine? Is that something that yeah. is fine to say, Carly? You fucking bitch. I don't know how to be subtle, but I do know how to be honest. Cena does a lot of shit too. All right, here's when I started liking Juan Cena. Can I tell you? Oh my goodness, go ahead. I started liking John Cena when clearly people are starting to hate him because he's super cheesy. Because now it's like you're a PG rapper, which there's nothing worse. He's the PG rapper because again, remember, he's US champion. He's coming out. Um, word life. You're gay. Word life. You're gay. Big dick. You know. Word life. Climate change. Not real. Yeah. Exactly. Another one. Yeah. Word life. I don't even know what an adjective is, let alone a a pronoun word life. And then (laughs) he gets over to Raw. (laughs) Yeah. (laughs) Him, 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 he. And then we get the the second greatest Royal Rumble ever. Mm -hmm. Uh, First greatest is the one that I'll eventually participate in. Uh, (laughs) Okay. Throwing the gauntlet down. But it's when Batista and John Cena somehow eliminate themselves and Vince McMahon rips both of his quads. Yeah, he rips both his quads out. (laughs) And this also helps, too, because, like, the the finish they have to come up with is just, like, Cena just dumping, or sorry, Batista dumping Cena over the top. And every subtlety of that is, is, like, Batista's their dude. Yeah, exactly. Batista's their dude. They're supposed to do like a disputed. It's funny because the way they ended up doing it really nails home. Like, yeah, Batista just chucks him. Mm-hmm. That's it. He fucking chucks him. There's no like subtlety to it. And then it just makes, oh, it just stamps Batista is the dude, which makes sense if you look at their ages as well. John Cena gets into wrestling and is in WWE by the time he's 23. Wow. So it's like he's in his late 20s. As the ty- as a champ, and Batista's almost forty, right? So yeah, because Batista had to be Leviathan and be bothered by Jim Cornette for all those years. So basically, yeah. So he heads on over. Um, he's then they do the build of him and JBL. It's very simple. It's easy. JBL's the bad guy. John Cena's the good guy. Yeah, he wins in like ten minutes. There's no. There's no nothing. It's it's just literally. Yeah, you won easy. He wins in ten minutes. The reason why they they had to cut down the match drastically because of how overrun every segment went during WrestleMania twenty one. The one thing I will say that is amazing about it is because he's not the last match, he celebrates. And you get this amazing photo of him being held by the whole crowd, holding the belt. And then Batista is in the middle of the ring with fireworks. 
So it did this accidental thing because they put both of them on WWE.com. I remember this because I didn't watch the pay-per-view because I couldn't afford it. Um, and none of my friends liked wrestling because it was in and it looked like, like these are our new guys. And John Cena looked like the fans liked him more. Do you know what I'm saying? Like that's the prevailing yeah. image of WrestleMania 21 was that. And then we get that beautiful build, him switching to Raw that we've already covered. And then they start just feeding this guy. Absolutely. Like, this is how you build a legacy star. Boom. Who's his next opponent? Triple H. C and hell trips. Boom. Who's his opponent after that? HBK. C and hell, Sean. No, they don't do the Triple H thing for a while. I thought who's the one after who's at 22 then? Uh, I'll check. Um, what I was going to say is he wins the title. He pivots to being the Marine because remember, he's in he's the original Marine motherfucker. That's goddamn right. Not the fucking is. Um, yeah, he's uh, I'm just double checking the WrestleMania 22 thing. The thing I was going to say is Triple H is the Internet's number one hated guy. Not and when Triple H leaves, that's when John Cena's number one hated. But the thing is, people hate fucking Cena. He goes into ECW one night stand against Van Dam as the champ. Um, he's, the second one night stand, the... and they boo the shit out of him. He's yeah. in danger. That's the other thing is this is the last time I can they. It's like he is in danger, and. That totally should have been Triple H, but Triple H would never have put himself in that situation because he doesn't want the optics of him being booed by an entire crowd. But that second one night stand, that booing of John Cena launches fuck John Cena for the next like eight years. That's an amazing point. I didn't think that way, by the way. Apologize to me. WrestleMania 22 was Triple H. Apologize to me now. Apologize. So they have to go. Well, yeah, they have to go to um, they have to go to uh, Triple H. Sorry, they have to go to Cena over triple h yeah and they and that's the only time triple h loses then yeah wrestlemania 23's battle of the billionaires it's hbk cena um and then 24 is that is 24 orton cena and triple h no is that what the match was i don't fucking know <laughs> <laughs> take that bitch i liked it, it was very, <laughs> you got me cooked hey. 25, 20, oh my God, 24, 25, 26 is a brutal slog of professional wrestling. That is an absolute <laughs> march through fucking hell with fucking spikes strapped to your tits. Go. But he's basically done as champion by WrestleMania 30. And by that, I mean, it's like, then you get like, he's, he's John Cena, the, he's the franchise, John Cena from 22 until, no, let's say 29. In, no, he's coronated 21. And it's basically the within him. But the only reason that he gets to become the franchise John Cena is because Batista does a fucking interview saying everyone knows like, and it's funny because Batista's trying to work the dirt sheets, bro. Ugh. But he's going like, everyone knows SmackDown is a lesser brand than raw, which is like, they treat it that way. But Vince doesn't want anyone to say that. So he immediately sends Batista to SmackDown. And two things happen when Batista's in SmackDown. Oh, I shouldn't say that. The first thing is Batista happens to SmackDown. And the thing that happens there is he loses a backstage fight to Booker T. And for some reason, Vince McMahon becomes fucking Bill Watts and goes, my champion can't lose backstage fights. You have the job now. I know. It's the weirdest sort of thing. It's also... That, that only really came out because he started jobbing. It's a punishment for a thing that you wouldn't have known about unless I created this punishment. 
It's yeah, all- and it's 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 fucking it's fucking weird. But that's why. And obviously, Cena is like there's also a huge- way better for what WWF wants. It also like when Cena does Cena. The other thing, brilliant thing about Cena is his character isn't reliant on that he's a power wrestler but like he can do a lot more power moves than a lot of guys for the main reason being his finishing move is the attitude adjustment the aa the fu which is just a fireman's carry and you it's it's pretty impossible to like do a power bomb to someone but, he but you can just deadlift sure. someone on your back. He, like, deadlifts, he deadlifts everybody. It's a it's all it is is a Death Valley driver. Like guys, it's the fucking Death Valley driver. Like it's not a fucking tough move into the worst situation move. Worse than a Dever, It's worse than a Death Valley driver because a Death Valley driver, at least you're doing a thing where they land on their neck. With this move, you're just like flipping them over. Like Bleep. that's true. Eh? Yeah. Just, well, there you go. It's nothing. Also, the thing- you can watch it in a real fight. Watch what happens. But literally, Daniel Cormier was he was like, why are they making me face this old man, Dan Henderson? Daniel Cormier, honest to God, he is a wrestling fan, did the attitude adjustment to a actual man and then also did the world's strongest slam for no reason. He was just inside control. He was lying. The other guy's lying here. He's lying this way. He literally picked him up and slammed him. He I did both. He did both wrestling champions finishers in one match. That's amazing. <laughs> And I just That's say all Daniel Cormier. I love Daniel Cormier. I think that he is a great boon to the journalism of the UFC. And I also love that he just has a cokehead who's better at him than the thing that he loves. And it just mm-hmm. makes me, he just seems so human that you just know that he's just like I'm a millionaire and I love my son and I fucking I'm going to piss on John Jones's. <laughs> <laughs> we have to talk about who maybe the. Can I just say one thing? No, you can't. You okay. The internet. I'm kidding. Thank you. I, oh, you pranked me. I had, came alive from WrestleMania 21 to by the time we get to WrestleMania 25. The other thing is not only does he appear at ECW and it's fun to boo John Cena by WrestleMania 25, there is a huge amount of people that are watching wrestling to hate it. One of them is named John. The other one's named Dylan. And this becomes such a weird problem for John Cena because he's selling all this merch to kids, but the people that are getting drunk and coming to shows fucking hate his guts. And yeah, cheer like kevin thorne and cm punk (laughs) everyone wants cm punk and they just will not let cm punk be successful and they also everyone really wanted rob van dam and they never gave us rob van dam yeah or they did and he lost to um cena did the job to to rob van dam but like only because edge speared him through a table while wearing well and also the fact that if you watch that match it's literally like John Cena beating the shit out of Rob Van Dam for the entire match. And then, yeah, exactly. Edge has to help Rob Van Dam win. Also, the craziest thing was that weird launch in 2006 of second ECW. And here's why it was like, it was so weird. They did like three weeks where Paul Heyman's in charge. Paul Heyman's immediately the heel. And then Rob Van Dam and Sabu get arrested for weed. And then the champions, the big show. And it's suddenly WWECW. Yeah, and but man, the launch of that and it shows like fucking that first match where Cena has the seat. I forget what the placement of it, but Cena against Sabu, where it's like Sabu comes off and does the uh, triple jump leg drop to the outside and hits it perfect on the announce table. And I just remember thinking like, if they let Sabu beat John Cena, they now have like a new top star. And of course they didn't, but like 
well, here's the thing that was before the pay-per-view. That was that weird, like, ECW evasion. That's the basic, the fun thing where um, Sabu comes out the wrong entrance way because he doesn't know how to make an entrance because he's got CTE and his entrance is turn the lights out and I'm just in the ring. Yeah. Play my entrance music after. Which is brilliant because li- literally you can just do that anywhere. Yeah. Like, yeah. the lowest budget, best entrance you could possibly have. Anyway, um, we got to talk about, of course... John Cena's million year feud with Edge where it's like everyone fucking hates John Cena except everyone hates Edge just a bit more because Edge they have some amazing matches because Edge was basically uh, like Edge was a uh, Ed Hardy shirts if he was a guy like Ed Edge was so of this time yeah. just a 2000s douche yeah yeah I dyed my hair blonde <laughs> I also it's going to turn out in about 10 years am a sexual criminal like you know what I mean like, <laughs> Also, Edge fucking, he legit, you know, fucked Matt Hardy. Sick. Oh, this is the other thing. It's never really been expl- like So Edge, like the, the, the backstory of that is so insane. And it's never been explained why the WWE's reaction was, well, we better fire Matt Hardy. Because Edge makes them more money. Edge and Lita make them more money. I know, but this you is just, not a actual, you, this is not a workplace. Shut the fuck up. You didn't need to fire anyone over that. He That's did. The, okay, explain why. Because Matt Hardy would have been there reminding uh, everybody that it's awkward. So it's not an awkward <laughs> workplace. You get rid of the guy who's a fucking bitch. I stand corrected. You're right. Also, yeah, I'm joking when I say that, but legit, Vince McMahon is your boss. Of course he's going to fire you because, look, well, he couldn't satisfy his wife. He's nothing to me. <laughs> Can we kill him? First of all, he didn't tell me that people were going to be fucking his girlfriend. I thought I'd be the first one. <laughs> I'm his best friend. It's me. Uh, I'd like an explanation from Lito for, with HR present as to why, how come he gets to fuck her and I don't then. Exactly. Call fucking HR. There are, and then uh, if HR anyone gets is to fuck somebody, it's me. This or after he's taken Viagra, by the way. That's who our <laughs> HR representative Yeah. <laughs> how much you get fired? I, I test how hard his dick yeah, Our Ooh. HR is Gigolo Jimmy Dore. Yeah, 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 yes. Everyone. <laughs> he, he's, a, he's a criminal. <laughs> <laughs> it's funny because of the crimes he's done. <laughs> <laughs> no, that's funny. That's funny. <laughs> funny prank is the idea that the police. Yeah, uh, the therapy will never make them whole. There's no. <laughs> no matter how much, <laughs> they'll never be. <laughs> Therapist become a monk. <laughs> <laughs> but yeah, he's. Uh, I think this guy takes like crazy risks. He's, I mean, you can you can totally see the drive that gets this guy to be the like. Doesn't he wake up an hour? Like he learns Mandarin for an hour and teaches himself. Like he's like, oh, he's doing that thing where it's like self improvement for one hour a day. He's that guy. Yeah, exactly. He's that guy. Also, here's what I say: is he's also, um, and this is someone who lives in Hollywood. All those self improvement guys, they're always like studying Mandarin one hour a day, and I also have four tutors that are paid for by a movie studio to come. Yeah. Because- at the time, and this is now completely changed because the Chinese economy is cratery. But uh, isn't it? Um, but the thing at the time was you just like movies are going to start being filmed in Mandarin. If you want to be an action star, you need to really appeal to the Chinese market. And John Cena doesn't fuck around. Like John Cena, if anything, he's mm-hmm. like, I am here so that I never have to not have an infinity pool and a cigar humidor that's a room. So guess what? <laughs> yeah, he wants to ex- succeed in whatever uh he's doing and just is a yeah. I don't know. He's a he's an interesting man. One day 
he'll turn the lights off and do a tell all podcast and it'll be terrifying oh my god but john cena let me say this quick very quickly about john cena getting political is john cena would be a really interesting person to do a little run through who he follows on twitter that's always so telling because people just for like people do not think that people can check that and you can really see who a person is when you check out the follows you know what i mean let's do it right now we got to talk about and then john cena they try and recreate for some reason john cena um he's not following anybody on twitter john cena does not fall for your little fucking here's the thing he follows nobody on twitter and he follows like over five hundred thousand people sorry he follows nobody on instagram he follows five hundred thousand people on twitter what like do you remember you don't remember that old thing this was like a 10 years ago thing where you, yeah, you people would just follow you on twitter yeah tay diggs Remember Tay Diggs? Like a bunch of our friends had Tay Diggs follow them. You're we like, what the fuck is Tay Diggs following them? So because Tay Diggs hired a company to just be like, follow everyone on Twitter because enough people will follow me back. And yeah, the, the number will get big. And then one day he just unfollows everybody in bulk. Yeah, no, I know exactly. I know a bunch of people that did that very thing. Yes, of course. We know weird grifters. Anyway, um, yeah, he has feuds with um, or the, the Orton feuds, I don't think ever did as well as they thought they would like no. you remember as randy orton as like one of the best heels of the late aughts early to you know yeah you, i remember orton being a much better heel much later on in this period i always felt this was orton very for this was orton at his most i don't want to be here man i just like i just want to go to like a place where i could pay someone to suck my dick and then i could punch her and they're like randy what and he's like yeah fuck you like the, the, the randy orton is the worst at this period like he just his matches are not good this is the soccer kick time where like his big thing is like hey you know oh yeah really the, people the getting boot. concussions well randy is just gonna give people concussions well that was the whole thing was his the kick was not like the first couple he did were big were kicks and then he fucked somebody up so then the kick became this weird like run and then he would just kind of like prance on one leg towards them and then kind of they would they would look up just so they could position their head into the way of his shin that wasn't moving at all. Kick them here now, from now on and it was like he would yeah. do really close to the body so it was just basically shin up and then they would react. Mm. He's not great. He's not great at all. But the feuds that really are effective of Randy Orton, the heel feuds there are like the Triple H feud because no one got to get over on Triple H. Yeah, the Triple H feud was real fun, surprisingly. Um, And then also, wasn't this the match where like if Triple H uses a weapon, he's disqualified? Yeah. Yeah, But but then the Umaga feud, the Asina-Umaga feud. um, The Asina-Umaga feud is very fun. It's great. And then that is... They have no second move with Umaga. He's just kind of like a mid-card guy now. Um, and then, yeah. but then there's also this weird sort of hinterland time of him kind of now we're getting like, where are we now? If it's two, WrestleMania 26, yeah, we're like really starting to get to like, just like into the John Cena sucks, get him off our television, fuck off time. And we're also getting into the real time of like put CM Punk in the main event. Like, the cheers you heard on AEW a year ago for CM Punk are because of the amount of people that wanted him to beat John Cena. And I think that an uh, an actually underplayed important part of that is John Cena and the CM Punk feud in that you had the whole build of the Rock match with The Miz, which was a 
really weird. And then you have the two matches with that. But in between that, you have the CM Punk beating John Cena at Money in the Bank, the best wrestling main event of the 2010s, the most fun match, the best endings, everything. And that is how John Cena played that angle, I think, was put John Cena on the road to recovery because they didn't make John Cena a bad guy in that, which everyone kind of wanted them to. But instead, he was just the flabbergasted, like, well, I guess I'm the second best guy now. And that it kind of worked for him because they botched that fucking storyline so bad with Kevin Nash and everything else. But it kind of like none of it went on to John Cena for the first time. All of it went on to Triple H. And I think that that really helped him moving forward as we get into the like John Cena of the 2010s, which is really fun. Like it's the the 2012 is the high dirge of like Cena sucks. Fuck this guy. And then it becomes ironic and fun. Lesnar's in. We're going to have Lesnar F5s him. He beats Lesnar a bunch of times. And then they need to do the course correction on Brock Lesnar. And hello. that is the other. You say the JBL win launches Super Cena. And then the mishandling of John Cena and CM Punk where it's like during that CM Punk thing, it's like clearly they want like this is your. You've wanted Stone Cold Steve Austin again for fucking. Here he is. He's doing the. He did. The, here he is. He's just. He's got a. Stone he's Cold got a punch, and he looks like a dishwasher. Like, yeah. he's literally your new Stone Cold Steve Austin, and John Cena is so clearly your new unstoppable heel if you want him to be. But no, and I get why they didn't do it. It's because John Cena which they obviously didn't have, but it's like John Cena is like a weird Hulk Hogan, Bret Hart hybrid where he's selling so much fucking merch to kids, but half the crowd fucking hates him. So it's like Bret Hart 97, but even more so. Yeah. And also, by the way, it didn't affect the ratings. We all still kept watching to go. Maybe this week they turned him. People cared about John Cena. And that was the, he's also very important because he changes how the WWE views stars where, the reason they push Roman Reigns so fucking hard for five years is the John Cena model where they're like, well, people still care about him. That's why they're booing. And they don't understand that. Like, yes, people care. Like Roman Reigns is a different thing because he's not selling all the shit that John Cena is. Yeah. Like Roman Reigns was just a wrestler that they just told us we had to like, and we didn't like him. And then for some reason he started just being a bully that might be friends with Sami Zayn. And I can't stop watching. Exactly. Like the the Roman Reigns where it's like, yeah, he's much more. They kept on trying to make Roman Reigns John Cena. And it's like he's much more like the Batista example, I guess. Yeah, he's, like, he's very much in the Batista mold because he's not. It's not. You don't care about his. You just you're like, I like it when he Superman punches people. I yeah, exactly. I still like that. Everyone does. But um, yeah. And then you get Cena feuding with CM Punk, which just like just makes the loudest people in the arena are always the old losers like us and the old losers. But this is also like, I want to say most of, so most of the fan base is our age. Like the median age for a wrestling fan is our age. So it's like, this is when the median age for a wrestling fan is probably like mid twenties. And yeah, by the way, pardon me. Oh, like, yeah, mid Twitter. That's what I'm just saying based on the fact. I think that like, Everyone who liked Hulk Hogan and then Stone Cold Steve Austin just kept on watching. Yeah. I think that the thing that's funny about wrestling is it's like, and those people are having kids and one of those kids will like wrestling until they're 16 and then discover genitals. And then they'll be like, yo, I'm out of here. Pops. <laughs> Cena does great shit though. Cause like 
he will always let you do beatdowns. And I know that sounds silly because, like, obviously every babyface would. Not Hulk Hogan and not fucking Triple H. No. You can't beat me up. Sure. Cena? Why wouldn't you? Like the Nexus angle, but then Cena just beats the Nexus by himself, essentially. I think that one of the most telling and amazing moments of John Cena, again, in the weird rehabbing of John Cena that's accidentally been done, was appearance on Edge and Christian's podcast, Super Awesome Show, if you remember that, where they just made fun of him for ever about that decision. Like, his Edge was like, I was at the curtain calling him an idiot. He shouldn't have done that. Like, he was like, that was the stupidest thing he's ever done. It ruined the Nexus thing forever. It was dumb. And it's like, the thing that he would, like, that that was allowed to happen, that he didn't censor it, all that sort of stuff, again, sort of played more into the wrestling fans of being like, well, I think this guy just, he fucked up, but like, he's not a bad guy. He was protecting his spot. And I think that that weirdly helped John Cena get to where he is now, which is kind of like Hulk Hogan minus the baggage, plus the put the music on. Yeah, I want to see him. Get him out there. Yeah, he really is going to be the new Hogan in that, like, hey, this guy's fucking may have a sex tape, but he probably donates to a charity during it. Yeah, like, yeah, he had a sex tape, but it's calculatedly, but the charity yeah, nonetheless. It's first of all, the sex tape is with Paris Hilton. They both look in the camera <laughs> and go, This is a make good for the one that you've already saw. And it is really weird because it's the first time you've ever watched a porno that's very truly passion filled. <laughs> Um, John Cena, of course, is he's in the Nexus angle. Exactly. For those of you who don't know, what we're talking about like they were originally going to have Wade Barrett beat him. And then John Cena said, no, I want to beat yeah, basically beat everybody. I pin them on top of each other that they all have to quit wrestling, mm-hmm. which is basically what happens. They I pin all of them and, they all, and then all but one of them has to become nothing but people that work at Home Depot. And then one of them can be a commentator for. Maybe Fox News will yeah. get people to One of them has to channel. become an ASMR video guy. Yeah. Is that true? Did one of the members... The Ryback. Next, is he an ASMR guy? I have been sleeping on Ryback. Yeah. Right. Ryback, Ryback had a, one of the biggest videos on the internet a, like a year ago. It was just him chewing chips real hard. Oh, my God. And then people are like, you know, something else. Like, he did some wrestling thing, and all the comments are like, is this the guy who chews chips real loud? Like, that's all they know him for. It's great. Anyway, um, then you get yeah, you get the put the the quick pivot of from the punk angle to um punk goes to triple H and yeah. that's when he really bangs his head up against the fucking yeah, that's it's what, like, oh, yeah. this guy won't even job to you once. This guy's gonna have his friend beat you. Yeah, <laughs> yeah, exactly. But uh you could lose to John Cena once or triple or you could lose to Sean Waltman on a house show where there was no one in the yeah. audience. Yeah, John Cena might get his win back, but Triple H is just going to have you pin. The equivalent would be if John if John Cena got Bull Buchanan to beat you. <laughs> yeah, not even in a wrestling match. In a, uh, it's where slap fighting was invented. Oh yeah, baby. Here it is. I'm, uh, we're hosting a show. It's me and of course Bill Alfonso. It's Godfather. Because no one, it's, it's not going to make any sense. Ah, that's subjects, right. It's just me in a cocaine, a state of cocaine psychosis, and a man who is not in cocaine psychosis because he technically has no mind. Hey, Danny, I did buy microphones. We're just talking to each other in a bath from the days in in Toledo. <laughs> 
That's right. This is called, this is recorded on speakerphone over FaceTime by my wife who's taping it on her iPhone 5. And it is sponsored by Bet365. It's got okay. no fucking title. It's no fucking, here's a lot of, there's going to be a lot of people that listen to it because, oh God, oh God, oh God, the blood, the blood, the blood. That's right, Daddy. Your wife's recording it even though she's not currently in this hotel room or on this phone call. I don't know how bad games work. I'm just trying to find Todd Gordon. Todd Gordon, can I have a job? Okay, of course. This is Roddy Piper and Phil Alfonso, and our guests will be that guy who puts cologne on you in the <laughs> club. So, uh, Dylan, what are you wearing right now? Is mm. it jorts? Then, uh camo shorts and then back to jorts goes welcome to john cena in the 2010s john cena mm-hmm. in the 2010s is a very interesting time because it is both like it is both the time where he's now just painted as super cena like they're like like the amount of eye rolling that happens to john cena post brock lesnar return i would say post brock lesnar return no that's um i think it all all of john cena this is the cool thing about john cena is if you were to actually write this as like a linear storyline for a character, it does all have like he's launched as Super Cena by JBL, and then it's all leading up to the once in a lifetime JK actually twice. Oh my god, how many people bought this? This is sick. Match against The Rock, where The Rock comes out and is just like, you know who originated calling people gay and saying that's bad? <laughs> Me, buddy. Yeah, I'm the one who calls people gay, and I'm the one who talks about my big dick, and I don't even need to fucking rap. Also, yeah, exactly. You know what? You talk about having a big dick. I explicitly said I ate a bunch of chicks' pussy, and that is a nice thing to do. I never fucking said my dick was big. I just talked about Uh, how drunk I was and how much pussy I ate. And now that I'm talking about this, the (laughs) the original rock was directly pretty much just Andrew Tate. So there you go. Yeah, that's so true. <laughs> Especially because the main thing he would do is insult women by saying, you sucked a penis. Yeah. You've been in love with a man. That's gay. Yeah. You are attracted to a man, which I am also. And I think you're attracted to me. But I think that that means you're a homosexual. I've had so much CTE. <laughs> My dad raised sidebar, me to believe sidebar. one thing. Steroids, milk, together. Go sidebar. for it. Sidebar, there is a journalist uh, on Twitter that every time Andrew Tate puts out a statement of like the stuff that is happening, he corrects it because he's in Romania. And like my personal favorite one is Andrew Tate just tweeted he's from solitary confinement. And that guy went underneath him and that is not true. He's being held at an offsite and he is, I can see he's outside. Also, you don't get a phone to tweet when you're in solitary confinement. <laughs> <laughs> Sweet. Anyway, yeah. But then John Cena, and this is the thing where The Rock comes back, calls John Cena a big old bitch. Look, you you dress stupid and you're a bitch. And everyone fucking loves it. John Cena clowns The Rock a couple times, especially with the promo notes thing. No one Um, likes that. Pardon me? No one likes that. People, no, people are like, oh, The Rock was like legitimately thrown by that promo notes line. And it was like, yeah, I don't know, man. If or he's someone was to be like, hey, your entire career is shit. I'm the best. It's like you try and make it a bit real. And that's what he did. The other thing I'm going to say that about um... like the John Cena character, he can lose in the ring, but he can't be punked on the mic. Yeah. That's or if point. even if he is being punked on the mic, he can't act like like it. He can't really be 
like, you know, the serious John Cena where he would just be like, John Cena would make dumb jokes for eight minutes, but then right before the pay-per-view, he would come out and he would talk like this. I've never been this fucking good. He'd just give that fucking yeah, exactly. generic he, wrestling go-home promo. He basically would do the ruthless aggression promo, promo, but after three weeks of being like, your mom's got a big pussy flap. Like, and then it would be like, and let me tell you who does not have big pussy flaps, my spirit. yeah it was the fucking it was the calm jake the snake promo of like you're really he would scream when he was trying to be funny and then when he was serious it would just always be and not those were always great and that was the other thing like watching week to week and hearing nerds talk about it it would be like i don't think you have to you can't just be serious man who's in duress all the time yeah sometimes you have to be i got a big penis and that's good or no, and then because the PG John Cena didn't have a big penis, he just was like, "I've got a, bi- I've got a big, I got a big sack personality." Of- yeah, I have a victory sack, and I'm about to spray it all over your defeat face. <laughs> yeah, exactly. Edge, you've got long, silly hair, and Lita, I'm beginning to think you're not a virgin. Teehee. <laughs> oh, let's all get in my tiny car. Oh, look how many of us came out. I'm John. I'm just gonna say this right now. You're being a real rude boy. <sighs> like, this is also crazy <laughs> that wrestling is such a whiplash effect within 20 years of ECW. John Cena's wearing a, a lime green t-shirt and going, I think you're being a bit unreasonable. <laughs> mm. He's, yeah, he's wearing the most, in retrospect, all the loudest colors and just fucking ignoring the color wheel. And he's coming out going, you used to be a cutie patootie, but now you're just a patootie. And everyone's <laughs> like, fuck it, I want to fucking kill you. Back up. Come to wrestling for one thing. I want to see someone's ex-wife get fucking pile drivered, and I want it to be by a guy who's a real fucking pedophile. <laughs> I want them to beat up their wives, and I want them to be on the run. Like you realize, the character profile of the average pro wrestler is Andrew Tate. Nate Raw, who watch a man feel like God by subjugating a woman. Why is this? person wearing a baseball hat and a t-shirt like an 11 year old (laughs) yeah i want to boo women who don't show their tits and then boo them again if they do because that makes them a slut exactly no matter what you do you're fucked i want you to also if they're ugly they're booed until you suck my dick and then you're a whore if you're ugly you're booed (laughs) for being ugly if you're hot you're booed for being too hot and therefore not part of something that i can attain so yeah john but anyway those two matches the rock were dope they didn't properly tell the storyline. Certainly not. With him being like, oh, because it was like, oh, John Cena's just in a funk. And then he faced Lesnar and he immediately beat, beat Lesnar. It was the thing that was so funny. He's like, John Cena's in a funk. What got him out of that funk? Well, uh, doing Vince McMahon's bidding. His favorite thing. Well, you know, he um, he was in a funk of losing one match and then he won the next match. Yeah, he won so the next. There was no funk. Yeah, no funk at all. Although it did give us some great moments like, Brock Lesnar walking out after that WrestleMania on Monday Night Raw. That is the that was cheer. that was amazing. That was how much people fucking hated John Cena. They want wasn't that the same. That was the Daniel Bryan one too. The yesing was it the same? No, that was a little bit later. Was that earlier? The yes, no, the but that was back when WrestleMania after Raw before AEW. WrestleMania there was after WrestleMania Raw. after Raw AEW. was just like when AEW would show up. Yeah, it was just AEW. Like the amount of JBL chance there would be, like, turn the channel, Michael Cole, that Brendan, type of thing. Brendan Burns claimed he invented the Fandango dance at one. Yes, the Fandango Fandango song, which everyone was like, "We can monetize this," not realizing it's just them doing it because they're bored. 
Um, but yes, and then after Damn, Cena beats The Rock the, the second company. time, then you get John Cena Legacy Act. John Cena, <sighs> the doing... John Cena U.S. Open. We get the John Cena just like yeah, he takes over the gimmick that got that started to get him over and does a worse job of it because every single week he's having these like crazy matches where they all do nine of their finisher to each other. Yeah. Whereas like the linchpin of that was, like I said, Kurt Angle would just fuck these guys up sometimes. And then every two months you would get a guy who would push him to the limit. And that made him extraordinary. That said, this Not also like, give us he just fucks them up. video of Kevin Owens son reacting to Kevin Owens debuting on raw against Cena. And it is possibly the greatest thing that's ever been put on YouTube. He's facing Cena. He's going to the ring. Oh my God, I'm going to cry. Greatest <laughs> thing in the world. He's facing Cena. Oh, it's the best. Um, but yeah, it's, this is the weirdest great time for John Cena. This is the, yeah, he used to boo me, but now, now I'll let you guys drink near my pool. That's who John, John Cena, if wrestling was a neighborhood, John Cena is the bachelor that later it's going to turn out a lot of his girlfriends were 19, but right now he's just letting you uh, drink beer by his pool because you mowed his lawn. You know what I'm saying? Yeah. Also, Cena during this period does the main thing, which was, yeah, you guys hated me, huh? <laughs> that Roman Reigns guy. But you're rethinking a lot of the things you thought so of. A good point. Like, I guarantee Roman Reigns was like, did you really have to say that? And he's like, I did. I really had to say that because bear in mind. Steve, oh, buddy, the Roman Reigns. What was it? I forget what the thing written was, but suffering succotash was the punchline. Oh, it was like as bad as John Cena, but it's like, wow, when when people who aren't John Cena have to say these things, they're somehow like launch boats to carry out a war bad. So I think Vince McMahon has dementia and looking back, you could really see when it started to take hold and it was around 2015, 2016. And it was literally, they tried to get Roman Reigns over and they tried to be like, well, his catchphrase is suffering succotash. Go woo. <laughs> yeah. They tried everything with Roman Reigns. And then obviously you get the Reigns Cena feud with which Reigns wins. I mean, Bull Buchanan Roman Reigns era was not good. Once they got that fucking, it's crazy that like they had him. I want to know why they had that guy in a vest. Like, why do they have Roman Reigns in a in a SWAT vest for so long? Daniel Bryan kept trying to shoot him, and they had to keep him in a bulletproof vest. Oh, that's true. Yeah, because he was like, "You have my spot." Like, and Roman's like, "I know. <laughs> I just play football. My my dad was a guy with weird curly hair who never talked to me. I don't know what this is. I'm just. I just want to take care of my family. You have my spot. Yeah." Hey, I I gotta stress, like I'm just a I'm just part of a family. I don't the I in, in many ways I like Sammy Zane. He's fun. <laughs> I, I like him. But yes, we get um uh, John Cena against Bray Wyatt at WrestleMania. He's trying a lot of things. Like he's been jobber Cena. I won't say like wow. but like he, he who jobbed won the, who won the WrestleMania 30 match, big boy. Bray Wyatt, didn't he? I thought John Cena did. No. Bray Wyatt did the WrestleMania match where he made John Cena relive every single thing he's ever done. John Cena his should career. have lost to Bray Wyatt, should have lost a WrestleMania 30 match to Bray Wyatt. He, he beat he beat Bray Wyatt at WrestleMania 30. Oh, sick. All right, well, then he won. <laughs> did he lose to The Fiend? No, he just lost a bunch of matches after this. Mm. I think he lost in a Hell in a Cell to him, but I do not think he didn't lose at WrestleMania. I'm literally, I can see it. I think that's a false flag. Oh, interesting. Do you think that um, WrestleMania 30 was an inside job? <laughs> yeah, I think this was predetermined. 
I think in a real fight, he would have fucking John Cena or Bray Wyatt. Well, Bray Wyatt would use his magic in a real fight. <laughs> yeah, in his real fight, he'd cast a spell on him, and then fucking John Cena would have to carry out pedophilia. <laughs> Wait, what? <laughs> That's fucking Bray Wyatt was based on the Yellow King or whatever. So, what I've enjoyed about this episode, it really feels like we're hearkening back to the times of 2017 and 18 when we forgot that this was recorded and it was just like we were on the phone with each other, just because it's just sort of like, well, this is going to appear in the wrong YouTube algorithms. <laughs> Oh, yeah, when we had all those weirdos who listened, but then now they stopped listening and new, yeah. better weirdos have replaced them. Anyway. Yeah, now um, we just have one kid and are slightly more manageable personality-wise. We then have WrestleMania 29. Uh, no, Wyatt ultimately defeated Cena, and following his victory, Cena's motionless body vanished from the middle of the ring. Yeah, he beat him. It was a cinematic match. Yeah. I don't Oh, no, that was WrestleMania 36. That's WrestleMania... Yeah, you piece of shit. He beat him at WrestleMania 36, the Bray Wyatt did. And that's the fiend. Yeah. That's the fiend one? Yeah. Yeah, that's the fiend. Yeah, you shut the fuck up. He just beat him as his nightmare. But yeah, Cena, basically, the, the, the point remains. John Cena will job. Once John Cena has one movie in Hollywood, he's like, yeah, I'll fucking job. Because yeah. he knows that he can just lose and then come back and everyone will forget that he lost. But now it's like, to the point where like, dude, the, the, him losing to The Undertaker at that WrestleMania too, where The Undertaker beat him in like five seconds oh it's the best where he runs in the back and puts on his shoes oh my god the wrestlemanias in the 2010s were a real mixed bet like wrestlemania 30 hoot wrestlemania 31 way better than it should have been right wrestlemania mm -hmm. 31 like the only thing that's annoying in that is the is triple h really reminding everybody that he's triple h and beating the fuck out of sting in the marching jacket oh yeah wrestlemania tune piss wrestlemania 33 <laughs> Um, sort of okay wrestlemania i think wrestlemania is wrestlemania 33 which one is that one? Oh, wrestlemania 33 is roman fucking uh roman taker wrestlemania 33 yes is roman taker but also well for all right so for john for cena we got to talk about his last little thing which is john cena and his feud against roman reigns where it's like they basically do the exact same thing that he did against the rock but I would say Reigns fair fares way, way worse. Yeah. And, and then now that he has his tribal chief char character, they basically did this feud again where Cena lost and he fared way, way, way better because he's got a good character now. Yeah. The, and people actually want to, the people are invested and it makes sense into what the character is. It's just a, oh, it's just much better. But it's also like, they keep on making me come back because you can't do this shit and I can and I always could and I'm tougher than you basically is like the fans hated me but I dealt with it better than you and I didn't get cancer and the fact that you had cancer makes you worse it is me. weird how often he brought up his cancer like that whole yeah, as a negative yeah he, the promo he's like you want to know why you got cancer it's because you're weak and I'm strong like he kept and he kept mm. like, and that goes for all the kids out there if you <laughs> all the make wishes I did we're just to look at what weak people look like before yeah, exactly. they were That was losers. my inspiration to go and do more leg workouts. These kind of angles, not staring in the face of a kid named Nathaniel who's dying of brain cancer and just going, the reason why this is happening is you did not have enough broccoli in your early life, Nathaniel. 
I was born with this. Well, then it's your dad's fault. He's coming. Let me ask you this. Was the rice you ate seasoned? It was. Then you deserve the leukemia. Yeah, exactly. Let me ask you this. What Did you boil the chicken you put next to that rice? Mm-hmm. No, I grilled it. Oh, I didn't realize that you were trying to fuck me, Nathaniel. Mm-hmm. Maybe, maybe you should have just had a big fucking ice cream and sucked the fat, just the fat out of it, some bacon, you fat fuck. That's why yeah. you have this. Nathaniel, melanoma. Where I come from, you put lube on before you fuck someone. Mm-hmm. Nathaniel, you piece of <laughs> yeah, exactly. Apologize to the doctors for wasting their time, you fucking weak boy. That's John's that promo. No one talks about it. Was on a raw. It was forty five minutes long, and Vince McMahon was at. Applauded. <laughs> I do ah. like that Cena never turned heel though, because he was like, "That'll make." Basically, he was like, "I basically want to keep selling merch, but also all the make wishes he had done," versus. Hogan, where just Hogan was like, yeah, I just don't want to like, you know, turn heel because I like it when people cheer me, which is basically like, yeah, I never did any make-a-wishes, nor would I ever do that. <laughs> yeah, it's so funny. He's like, why'd you do the make-a-wishes? Well, the children's praise filled me with joy. Well, John Cena, this every time John Cena, you're going to be a heel and you just be like, no. Like, that's what it just felt like. like he's just like, I'm cool, though. No. He's a lot like Sting. He's a, he's a, yeah, he's a lot like Sting, where he's a guy who is like... I mean, John Cena isn't like Sting, actually, because I know exactly what John Cena could do as a heel, and it'd be great from a big, fat nerd perspective. But also, yeah, he's like Sting, and the fact that he's always a babyface is kind of like, good. You need some guys who are just like tape-to-tape baby faces, and heels, obviously, heels will always become... If you're one thing for too long, then you'll switch just to be to have your different character, but, you know, he did it, and um, another babyface move, he's aligned himself with China against Taiwan. Yeah. That's right. He that's babyface to me. Um, it's babyface to everyone who listens to this program. In other news, <laughs> okay. sponsor, we are brought to you by Gigi Ping Transistors. That's Gigi Ping Transistors. They're much like uh, transistors that are in Taiwan, but we do not have them yet. Hey, John, yes, you know sir. Hong Kong? Correct. I don't. That's right. Me neither. That's okay. yeah. Let me tell you something that never happened in Hong Kong: protests right before COVID. Mm-hmm. Nothing. Nothing yeah. happened. That that was the crazy thing where they got to in Hong Kong, where even because it was illegal to write anything down, so that people would just protest by holding up blank pieces of paper, and even those people were told, no, 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 but like in the way where not with words, with fists. Yeah, they were told no, 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 in that way where it's like, why am I in this room? And they went, no, 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 in terms of getting out of that room. Yeah, and then they heard, um, then they heard, do, do. Yeah, the time is up, but time is now. This protest must disperse. I'll make sure of it. And then John Cena would come in and fuck them up. Yeah. Word life. The party is in control. Word life. That is good. I'm going to fuck up some malnourished people. Yeah. Just a fucking Aryan super soldier fucking them all up. Yeah. (laughs) That's just fucking. (laughs) John Cena does look like a fucking just Nazi dream. Let me say this right now. When it comes out, what John Cena's politics are. Oh, I can't wait. Cause you know what? Tom Brady. He has none. He's like, um, he's like any ultra capitalist. He's just like, oh, he has politics. Like who he votes for is insane. He probably does a write in vote for the most libertarian person. He votes in for his dad. That guy, that guy, that guy made me. He could fix this country and his dad's (laughs) smoking. (laughs) I can't. So John Cena, of course, did the Marine, the peak of his work, and then has really dropped off fucking just dropped off a cliff since the Marine in 12 yeah. rounds and is doing all this bullshit Hollywood stuff and all that underground Gone. indie shit that we all like. 
best part of i thought he was the best part of the new suicide squad movie that was so much better than that it had any right to be um yeah whatever character he plays is good i watched the whole thing and i forget the name of it yeah you also that was i know the time in which you probably watched that movie and it was when you had a, a newborn so i assume it was just a thing that was on while you were thinking hey does this kind of sleep <laughs> <laughs> uh no it was what do you call it it was Peacemaker. I watched the whole Peacemaker thing. You watched the entire series of Peacemaker? Yeah. It was I all right. Can, yeah, it was fine. I just, here's my thing with all TV series now, which is like, if it starts oh, just fine, I'm like, I'm out of here. Because this is only going to get worse. Yeah, there's so many good things. Yeah, like, it's just, I don't have time. I'm the opposite. Once I get through two episodes, I'm like, well, I don't really have any ideas of anything to do or watch so i just do that that's the thing about tv it was a good aggregator because you'd flip through and be like that looks good rather than now where you're like i have to like mentally commit to 19 hours of this this is why in the end and this is the funniest thing that no stream every streamer is starting to really realize it's like you want to be the biggest streamer in the world just to have friends seinfeld or the office why because that's really all all people really want to watch reruns like yeah all anyone wants to have is a ham sandwich with some mayonnaise on it, buddy. Bit oh, of taste, a lot of crunch. Yeah. Crunch? What's crunchy in a ham sandwich with mayonnaise? Lettuce. The romaine. Oh, yeah. See, no, I do it old school. What you do oh, God. Put the ham in a food processor with your mayonnaise? <laughs> yeah, I did a... White bread. Roll it. I did a gig with uh, for old people, and I have a joke where I make fun of my father-in-law for eating just one folded... Bologna, piece of bologna yes and the with the bread and i did that and it was just the Silent. sound of 150 men going what's wrong with that <laughs> yeah <laughs> my favorite part what's of wrong, that what's wrong with that the truth of that is also that the lights were out and let me tell you as someone who last night got up stood in darkness in my backyard smoked weed and then stood in my kitchen in complete darkness and ate a piece of pizza i get it Sometimes, you know, <laughs> sometimes those lights are too far away, man. Sometimes I'm not, I'm not here advertising what I need to do. <laughs> no, you got to turn the lights on just so don't someone doesn't like, ah! and you're like, you just chew and be like, what's your fuck? What's your fucking issue? That's exactly right. Take I, a number here from the, the butcher for me. That's exactly right. Here's the thing that you just don't, no one tells you about being an adult is it's like, hey, all the stuff that was annoying when you're 20, it's the exact same. And the only difference when you're 37 is you just know there's nothing to be done. So you're like, no, I'm not turning yeah. on the lights. Fuck you. You can have one nut out. <laughs> Sometimes do. That's the other thing is, uh, yeah. I mean, that's the sad reality of everyone. Everyone who's like, well, yeah, go enjoy your protest when you're 20 is just like, yeah, I mean, you don't, I'm going to, I'm just going to go out and say that. The world's going to crush you like it crushed me and hasn't crushed me yet. I'm still protesting the independence of Taiwan. So yes, you guys can. That's why we are. If you guys, so John Cena. Let me say this. Oh, one. we're very pro Mr. Oh, Cena. I, I didn't realize that everyone. John, speak Mandarin now. I will. Ladies and gentlemen. <laughs> okay, yeah, there you go. <laughs> you guys can hear Mandarin like English now. This is all in Mandarin. Welcome. Let me say this right now. Not Womandarin, tell you that much. God damn right. Not like those motherfuckers in Generalissimo Shanghai. There you go, buddy. This podcast is live from Romania, and we hate Taiwan. That's right. We are live from Romania. We are Mm -hmm. doing inside Andrew Tate's cell. He is not here. (laughs) No, he's here, buddy. He just won't fucking fight us. Bottom G, Andrew Tate. Thank you guys so much for listening. John, what's the best thing about John Cena? That he, he blessed us. That he came, he saw, mm-hmm. he gave everyone like Christ. Judgment. Here's the best thing that we have not even touched on yet. This is the best thing about John Cena. They changed the names of all of his finishing moves. Here's oh, yeah. Fuck you. 
is finishing moves called the fuck you. And then it was step over. Fuck you. Yeah. <laughs> I like that. Much like the RKO. Oh, that stands for Rand, the Randy knockout or the Randall Kenneth Orton. Uh, my other move is called the step over. Fuck you. Exactly. The step over. Fuck you is my face. Or the step over face you. But also the thing is, how did they change it from step over fate? Fuck you to just step over. Fuck. <laughs> Yeah, you think it's just still fuck? It still stands for fuck? Step what over else, fuck? What else does it stand for? Step over face lock. No, it's step over fuck. Yeah, you think so? so you think Massachono like was the step o- was step over fuck? Yes, I do. Okay, that's that's fair. I think the worst thing about John Cena is that they couldn't keep his character fresh and just he was the avatar for Vince Vince McMahon's either mania or whatever it is where he was just like, no, John Cena is going to be our unchecked champion um, because I hate wrestling and I want it to die. John Cena is what Vince McMahon always wanted in a wrestler, which is he's gorgeous and he just listens. He's perfect. We make the sting trend. We, you make the sting um, comparison. And the reason why he's a perfect baby face is because he's not, that was the one thing they always struggled with Hogan and they struggled with, the rock too was they're too big so it's hard to find a guy who towers you can literally find anyone that towers over john cena like any six four bodybuilder will just fucking tower over him yeah but and any tubby tubby tub tub you get good matches there because he can lift a ton of shit and his finishing move was perfect because all he had to do was fireman's carry the guy and dump him on his back you figure out how to fucking take this bump tub tub tubby boy but like, is he stronger than Brock Lesnar from a lifting perspective? Probably. Yeah. Probably. Well, also, and from a bragging about dick size perspective, and also guarantee, yeah, from the most important perspective, well, ideological yeah. perspective, because you know what John Cena knows? What to stand with the communist, uh, the Chinese Communist Party. That's true. You can't beat the communists. Can't can't not. That? Yeah. Don't look at their economic situation currently. But let me say this: zero COVID is the way to go. No. <laughs> <laughs> what oh yeah zero covid yeah you're gonna try and get into the zero covered thing now yeah, yeah, yeah. everyone's let's going- take a big bite out of chinese politics something that is very simple to know a lot about and me and john know a lot about it oh yeah let me tell you what i know a lot about chinese politics you know what people want to see people want to see and hear a po- you know how angry people would get if we just pivoted and did a Chinese politics ep- uh, podcast and did then it was successful, people would be oh like, they did a God. fucking wrestling podcast. Before. They would be so pissed. And we'd be like, well, sorry, libs or yeah. right wingers or whoever. Just I'm, everyone would be mad. This is going to date when this podcast comes out, but I don't care. But I'm currently glued to the Steven Crowder Daily Wire feud. And here's why I love it more than anything in the world is they are the most. They're saying so many giant figures of money. And it's just like. Guys, the people that listen to you do not like it's that thing of that's very interesting about wrestling is they never get into the contracts of how much those wrestlers make because everyone's like, listen, a lot of people that are making 30 grand a year like this, shut the fuck up. <laughs> well, they also don't do that because I think they don't want to embarrass it's it's also a subcontractor thing. Um, like the UFC where they don't really release the purses because why would they? Because they're fucking everybody over and it makes them look like assholes. That's true. And they also don't want to. They also probably. I also have a, such a suspicion that one day. how What's going to bring Dana White down? Tax fraud. I guarantee that. That Let me tell you about Dana White. 
There was yeah, not unfortunately, fair unfortunately, um, instead of all the beatings or the horribleness of who he is, it'll be something that for me forgets to fill out or doesn't <laughs> fill out because he's cool. That's right. It's not going to be the fact that he's literally. Put, have you seen Twitter react to Slap Fight League? It is almost more embarrassing than watching Slap Fight League. Is the people on Twitter being like, "Why is this a thing?" Because oh. people like concussions. Also, best thing, another best thing about John Cena. Loves never got concussion theme song. Oh yeah, no John Cena. Best song. self-sung wrestler oh. theme song of all time. Not even close. Not even close. You're totally right. Also, the exact right moment to change the theme song and then never change it again. Never change it again. Also, Naughty by Nature. Or no, who was it? Who was the original, the sample? No idea. I think it was Naughty by Nature sued uh, the WWE because of the sample. And you know what they forgot? They forgot that they already had licensed the sample. Oh, that's good. They literally signed paperwork saying, it's fine you use this in perpetuity. Thanks for the money. And then we're like, we're suing you. You're using our sample. And they're like, but what about this thing you sent? They said... Forgot about that. Sorry. Yeah, this man was like, I got to tell you, this is oh. the first time I've ever been in the right, legally speaking. This is insane. All right. I don't even oh, want to. I don't even want to win this case. Yeah, this is fucking. If I didn't, can I hurt your family first? Because that, that's how I feel good. Anyway, sucky, sucky, quack, quack. Time for next week's episode about, um, I don't know. We we're going to do AJ Styles. John, do you want to call an audible and do Triple H instead? Yeah. I think Triple H is so funny. Yeah, Let's we do to... Triple H, and then we'll have our final episode the I week still... after. Who we're not even telling who it is. We're not. I, w- I think we already have told them. Have we not told them? No. So wait, is next have week? We? Let's. I still think we should. Can we do Triple H, AJ Styles? I want to do that. No, I don't want to do that. Why not? I don't want to talk about AJ Styles. Oh, okay. Well, come on. But there was that whole thing. There's a earth that's flat. He's got a flat wife or whatever. Who cares? Got a flat wife. He's flat got a... wife. Flat life. He's got his fake name tattooed on his on his abdomen. He's got um, <laughs> he does he does yeah. have his fake name tattooed on his side. He had That's almost as his um, bodyguard for almost mm-hmm. all of COVID, and no one cared. He ended the Undertaker's career. No one cares. And he also let's never forget this. Talked about the flat Earth on Talking Smack. The can we please bring back Talking Smack? It was the best. Hey, Vince McMahon doesn't know what streaming is, and so these wrestlers are being way too honest on the internet. <laughs> Well, yeah, there was an interview with Renee Paquette where he basically says, or also the interview with Daniel Bryan thing, but Daniel Bryan was like, yeah, I was just trying to get fired so I could work in New Japan. That's all Talking Smack was, was him trying to get fired. Isn't and you could tell thing? with the fucking Flat Earth thing. That was the best. You believe in Flat Earth? But AJ Styles' reaction is the greatest part. Yeah, I've read some articles, and you're like, AJ, not. not <laughs> <laughs> all right, that's the that's it now. Bye-bye. Bye-bye.